It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Small Town Pistols, Amanda and Tyler Wilkinson are here to talk about their album, Pistology. It's their brand new one. It features the CMAO award-winning song, I Only Smoke When I Drink, as well as the brand new single called Can't Wait to Meet You, which is doing great on the country charts. We have a lot to talk with them, and my pleasure to welcome them now, Amanda and Tyler. Hello. It is great to have you both here. Well, thank you for having me. Always great to have the two of you. And, I mean, this album is a great reason to uh, have you on Pistology. First of all, I love that title. Was that one you had to work on? How did that hit you? Um, it's well, actually an idea that was handed to us from our good friend Pete Walker at KX96. And we've been nice. friends with him for years. And it was for our last record, actually. And we didn't use it. We ended up uh, going self-titled with our debut record, but um, it was a name that kind of stuck with us. And then when we started looking into what the definition of pistology is, it actually is just, um, it's the theology of faith, which for different people means different things. And I think for Tyler and I, we find a lot of faith in our music and in music in general, the healing power of music. So uh, we felt like it was kind of a strong statement to make for our, our second record. I love that. And here I was thinking it was just kind of a clever play on the word uh, pistols from your name. Didn't realize there was that much meaning. That's very cool. Oh, thank you, man. Oh, thank you. <laughs> I like that. Now, Tyler, I want to ask you about, I mean, Amanda just touched on there about the meaning in songs. And there's a song on the album called Be Your Own Song. And one of the lines, even if you, even if no one sings along, be your own song. I love the statement that makes, and it's just a powerful one about being unique and not not being afraid to be yourself. How, how does that song make you feel, Tyler? Um, I don't. I think that I think in um, it's, I think society is getting better at accepting everyone. Um, but I think for a long time, even in the world that we grew up in, um, you know, people people were judged for being a certain way, whether you had you know, you know, a different skin color or whether you had red hair or, 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 you know, even the silliest things. And the thing is that song's about embracing truly who you are. And, you know, I, and like, that's the point, even if nobody sings along, 
to you, you know, or dances to your beat, just create it because mm-hmm. people will embrace the fact that you're being honest. I love that. And one of the ways that uh, both of you proved that was with the, the song, I Only Smoke When I Drink, which kind of goes against the trend if there is one on country radio, kind of not it doesn't fit in with the other songs, a great song, but stylistic. And in fact, that song, which we're going to play on the show, uh, went on to win three CMAOs earlier uh, this year in May at the uh, Country Music Association of Ontario Awards. Uh, Single of the Year, Songwriters of the Year, and Music Video of the Year. Congratulations. Thank you. Oh, so- thank you so much. We're, yeah, we're incredibly I, proud of that. I love that song. Oh, thank you. I mean... We're just, we, when we made this record, we really wanted to kind of showcase all the different aspects of the songs that we write and, and maybe even give people a little glimpse of the music that we were raised with, of the music that shaped how we came to become Small Town Pistols. And traditional country is a very, very, very crucial um, part of our musical upbringing. And so to, to make a song that kind of really um, highlights that sound and shows some kind of, you know, pays homage to it. Um, I mean, for people to kind of stand up and recognize that and, and agree with, you know, and, and agree with each other, I guess, and say, hey, you know, we thought that was the, the best video or the songwriter of the year or single of mm-hmm. the year. I mean, that's not why we do this, but it, it definitely gives us, you know, some, some, some rocket fuel, that's for sure. I love that a song that uh, original and as I said that just with that unique kind of sound especially in today's market that it did so well and won those awards and I think it was that night it was Patricia Comroy you're uh, one of the other great writers on the song I think she was talking about it kind of came out of a very conversational uh, approach to the song I think was it you Amanda that mentioned that line and and you guys all said wow that's going to make a great song yeah I mean we were kind of talking about it in fact like just so many people too, when you go out and whatever, and, and you're having drinks, and all of a sudden they'll like light up a cigarette, and you're like, You don't smoke. And they're like, I only smoke when I drink. And like, every we've heard it time and time again. That line just sounded like something that would fit into a traditional country song. So, um, we had an incredible day writing that. It was this beautiful weather in Nashville, and we're sitting on the patio having some wine, and it was. It just came out organically. It was one of those songs I think we wrote in about 40 minutes. Wow. And it seems that, uh, from what I hear, the songs that are written the quickest are many times the best because it seems it's a natural uh, process, right? It's not You're not trying to force a song. It's, it's just falling out on its own almost. Yeah. But, you know, those, those gems are very rare, I think. Um, we call them lightning bottle because it's literally like... You do not expect those songs to sort of follow you, but when they do, it's not. One of the songs that was a huge smash off of your debut album in 2013 as the Small Town Pistols was Living on the Outside, and that song went on to become so many people's favorite song around that time. I love that song, and Amanda, your vocals on that are just killer. Thank you so much, man. I, uh, that song was one of the batches of songs that Tyler and I wrote when we were living in Nashville. And um, this was before we even were contemplating being a duo again um, after years of being the Wilkinsons. So it was one of those songs that we initially had picked the Lady Antebellum and we wanted it. And I think we kind of had an aha moment 
we were writing a bunch of songs and that one uh, was in the pile and this felt like something that we could say, um, the two of us. And it's amazing to me to hear, I mean, that's like that the power of music, to hear um, people are affected by that song. Um, everybody has gone through moments in their life where they've felt that. So um, it's mm-hmm. just amazing. I think that's the great thing about country music, that it tells our stories, different places we're at in our lives. And that one, I know, as you just mentioned, there are a lot of people could relate to that. I want to play I Only Smoke When I Drink, which won those awards at the uh, CMAOs earlier this year. And then we've got uh, more to talk about with uh, my guests, Amanda and Tyler. Here they are, Odd in the Country. When I drink I only drink when I'm lonely I numb myself when I think I'm not the one that you're holding When I remember the time You said you were mine And I was your prize And you were my Romeo When I drink I only drink when I'm lonely I only cuss when I'm mad I'm only mad when I hate you I only cry when I'm sad I'm only sad cause I miss you Town Pistols, I Only Smoke When I Drink, from their brand new album called Pistology, which you will find at iTunes. Eleven great tracks to listen to and enjoy, including one we'll be hearing very shortly called Can't Wait to Meet You. 
Uh, let's first of all congratulations on the uh, CCMA nomination the other day, Group or Duo of the Year. Congratulations! Oh, thank you very much. Thank you. Um, it's a good. It's a good group of people that we're involved with uh, this year as far as the nominations go. So I mean, it's always a. It, it's always a, an honor and you know a privilege to be accounted for as being you know one of. <clears throat> the best in in the country um but i mean we're we're fans of the other people that are we're nominated with so i mean it's a it's a it's a good time to be in canadian country music i'd say that i mean we just got to look around and look at all the talent and be pretty proud of everybody that's for sure there is so much great uh, canadian talent country talent out there right now and and, and as you kind of mentioned there tyler not only, I'm sure, are you fans, and I think this applies especially in country music, fans of the other nominees were probably friends with a lot of them. Yeah, absolutely. A lot of them, like, we've, for us especially, growing up in the country music industry, they are like family to us. So um, to be up there with that group, I mean, you kind of, you always are very, very part of you thrown into the bucket with everybody else but I think that you two you silently root for everybody else that are nominees with you so I mean it's always just a good time to go and get together um, it's kind of like our reunion every year so to speak so we're mm. super excited we're excited to be there well that's so cool and in 2014 you took that award home group or duo of the year at the CCMAs uh, I want to ask, ask you both this question. We'll start with you, Tyler. Has there been an artist so far, maybe one of those you grew up uh, looking up to in the country music world, but somebody that you've been starstruck by? You've you've seen them, you've had a chance to meet them, but maybe you were a bit nervous at first uh, to, to sort of get the conversation going. Um, I, I'd probably say when I met when we met Garth Brooks. I mean, that was definitely a moment that I was like. Oh wow, we're in the same in the same room, and it was was at an award show, um, and we were backstage, and you know, just mingling with other artists, and, and got to meet him, and I think that was kind of one of those like, oh wow, you know, been a I've been a massive <laughs> fan ever since I was a kid. No doubt. I mean, wow. How about you, Amanda? I think for me, it was Dolly Parton. Um, she's just one of those presents. Like Ty said about Garth Brooks, I mean, he actually was in an award show and he was introducing us to perform and we had a chance to go back and say hey to him. But Dolly Parton, who was one of those people that when she walks into a room, like you can have your back turned and you know that she's there. She just has that thing about her. Mm. It's like that twin, that magic. And, um, you know, when I was probably 10 years old, I strived to learn like every Dolly Parton song that I could possibly imagine. And, and uh, she was just very gracious, and she was self-deprecating as usual. You know, she makes fun of herself, and she's just uh, such an endearing uh, human being, let alone the massive talent and what she has bestowed on our our, our uh, musical her heritage has been amazing. Let's talk about your dad, Steve, who is a great country music artist, of course, with you on The Wilkinsons, and to this day, continuing to write great songs. Uh, how's your dad doing these days, and is he still writing the, as great of songs as ever? Yeah, no, oh. he's doing thing. I mean, he's written, oh my gosh, Ty, how many songs on this record? Now, oh, he's co-written with us. Probably 
four or five songs. So I think like for us, it's just, uh, he's always like a moving influence in our lives. I mean, we've learned so much from the, about the craft of writing songs just from our dad alone. So he continues to write and write for other artists as well. And, and uh, he's enjoying doing that. He's enjoying being a songwriter. Um, I think oh, we're gone sometimes for like 250 days of the year. So mm-hmm. um, here's of doing that. I think he enjoys his home too. So you can't blame him. And every once in a while, she comes even to a small town pistol show. We always get him up and sing 26 cents. And it's <laughs> nostalgic. And it just feels like, uh, you know, your favorite jacket that you've kept for years. You know, when we get to sing together, all three of us again, it's just, uh, there's nothing like it. There really isn't. It's so cool when I hear uh, 26 Cents when they play it on the radio and that song comes on because I remember when it first came out and just all that excitement around that song and, and, and just the beauty of the song. So it's still great to hear it to this day. Great to hear that you guys get on stage and, and still perform it. One of the guests on this album, of course, is the great Brett Kissel, who is so hot these days in, in the world of country music. The song is called The Other Man. How did that come about that uh, Brett joined you on the song? It, it kind of, it was it was really a strange. We were, you know, we were hanging out in Nashville with Brett and writing with him, and we we're just kind of having a little bit of a house party at at his house, which he he does quite often. And um, we we're just sitting around sharing music, and uh, pulled out the guitar and played that song. Um, and he was commenting on how great he thought the song was, and I said, yeah, you know, like we we were contemplating maybe putting that on the record and having it be a duet. And and then we and then we kind of had that light bulb and we're like, oh my gosh, you should do the duet with us, and and, um, and he was on board instantly. Wow. Very cool. It's so great to hear. I love when uh, different Canadian country artists get together on, on a track, and that's an awesome song. Who are the writers on that one? That's, that's actually. Oh, sorry, Amanda. Go ahead. No, it was actually written by Dad. Oh my God, Ty! What ten years ago or something? A long time ago. We uh, oh we have been fans of that. Uh, Rob Crosby, who was an artist like back in the day too. Uh, he had a song called "She's a Natural," and mm-hmm. he wrote actually "I Want to Be a Friday Night" for Eric Padley, and just a phenomenal writer and a really good friend of Dad's. And the two of them wrote that song about ten years ago. And like, uh, I mean, it's just funny. It's kind of like uh, hearing about the house that built me that was sitting on a shelf for, you know, 10, 15 years from Miranda Lambert. That was one of those mm-hmm. songs too. That's always been in our back pocket. We always had a strong connection to it, but it just never made sense to put it on any records until this one. Isn't that interesting? I guess every song finds its time and it's great to have uh, the other man on Pistology and you're joined by Brett Kissel. Let's turn to uh, the big single that's out right now. Man, this song, it's so cool that we followed you in your lives from 26 cents and now to a song very close to your heart. Can't wait to meet you about becoming parents. It's, I heard it today actually on KX96 uh, just a couple hours ago and I thought, oh man, that's great. Tell me about writing this song and how special it is to both of you. Maybe we'll start with you, Tyler. Ah, you know, the song, we're new parents, and um, I don't think anybody can truly describe the feeling uh, they get in the nine months leading up to, um, leading up to having their child. I mean, and and it's just pure excitement, and it's nervousness, and 
Um, and then it's excitement again. And then it's, you know, your nervousness again. And, you know, <laughs> but the great thing about um, being an artist is that you take you take things that are happening in your real life and you, and you try and transpose them onto, you know, musical form and onto paper. And um, this song's really honest. And we just sat down and basically spilled how we really were feeling about having both of us having children. Um, you know, we, we, we let that just kind of held nothing back and kind of let the floodgates open on it. And it, it's one of those songs that we really look forward to playing every every time every night we play on stage and and also it's something that we really look forward to playing for you know our, our kids when they get older and, and playing them oh, in yeah. the music video and and, let, and letting them know that you know that this this song was written for them absolutely that song I, I thought about that when i heard it i thought man one day when when the children grow up and then they obviously know the song all the way along, but they'll just have so much meaning to them knowing that's how you felt. Yeah, for sure. I mean, that's probably the most personal song on the record. Um, it's amazing because it is so close to the surface for us and we wear it on our sleeve. And like Ty said, being able to play it out um, in our live shows, we've been playing it out this summer and just watching other people be affected like, mm-hmm. in the audience and, you know, getting emotional it's like that's when you know that a song so transcended it then it ceases to be a little bit about yourself and become someone else's story and and right. uh but i think selfishly for us like ty said when we get to look back a few years from now it's going to be an amazing little time capsule for us Hmm. let's hear that song now great one from small town pistols can't wait to meet you on in the country Positive design can make you full of life, oh, so terrified. In that moment, I knew nothing would be the same. I love you, but I don't even know your name. Oh, can't wait to meet you. I hope you look like someone I'll give you 
Small Town Pistols, Amanda and Tyler Wilkinson, their latest country single called Can't Wait to Meet You. You'll find that on their album Pistology, which is available at iTunes. And I just want to thank both of you so much. Always great to chat with you. You've been on the show a few times. I've had the chance to meet you in person as well, and always a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you very much for taking the time to talk to us. Love doing it. Look forward to uh, to chatting again in the future. My guests have been Small Town Pistols, and again, their brand new album is called Pistology. Up next, I'll be speaking with Vancouver's own Michelle Schultz. If you love hearing the story behind the song, and if you love country music, then you'll love In the Country with Dave Woods. It's the online radio show where country music gets up close and personal. Maybe you're a big fan of Lisa Brokaw or love the sound of Paul Brandt. Maybe it's Dean Brody that gets you singing along. When you tune in, you'll hear from the names we all know and love to the new names that will steal our hearts. Dave isn't following the latest trend. This music is his passion. Tune in and get your country on. On In the Country with Dave Woods, where country music never goes out of style. My pleasure now to welcome to In the Country, Michelle Schultz. We've got a song from her to share. In fact, it's her new single called Camouflage. Welcome to the show, Michelle. Hi. It is wonderful to have you here, and this is your very first time on the show, so welcome. Yeah, that is correct. How are you, Dave? I'm doing just wonderful. We've had a chance to uh, connect online, and I've, I've followed what you're doing, and you've got some great things going on. In fact, Camouflage, man, you picked some great writers on this, Terry Fernio and Troy Kokel, and yourself. Yeah. Yes, thank you. Um, yeah, I, I started the idea a little while ago now. It would have been uh, January 2014 or December 2013, around there. And, um, you know, the song just, it, it definitely needed some work, and I wasn't super experienced at the time. So when I finally met Terry and Troy, and I, you know, I got them to start, you know, making lyrical suggestions and suggestions on how the melody should go, the song, it really did a 180. And I love the title, too, right away, Camouflage. It it kind of conjures up something in our minds. Yeah, and uh, I think a lot of people were expecting the song to be literally about camouflage. And so <laughs> that's that's kind of the cool thing is it's it's a metaphor for camouflage, mm-hmm. you know, is blending in and hiding and trying not to be seen. And so that's what this song was really about. Just uh, I wrote it about getting to know someone and really – really getting beyond those superficial layers and, and getting just beyond that, that first impression of the, of the person. That's a great hook for a song. And, and as we mentioned, Terry and Troy, I mean, talk about great songwriters between them. Uh, they've written some pretty great songs, some pretty big songs, and uh, it must have been fun, all three of you collaborating. It was, yeah. Um, I never, we never actually, all three of us didn't really get a chance to sit down and work on it together. So, you know, I'm working on it with Terry, and then I'm, like, taking it to Troy, and then we're going back to mm-hmm. Terry, and then back to Troy. So it was, uh, 
it's, it's hard long distance, but it's definitely fun. Well, yeah, and that's the way a lot of people write these days. Because of technology, you can do Skype if you want, so you can see the person and talk to them through email, through whatever. So you can have three writers who never actually get together in the same room, but you can now all collaborate on the song, which I think is very cool. Oh, yeah. I mean, it's it's just awesome, the things that technology has allowed us to do. And, you know, I've I've met most of these songwriters via technology, and so I just I couldn't even imagine doing it the old way you know, 20 years ago. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Yeah, it, it makes it a lot uh, easier and, and less traveling, especially when there's a, there's a big distance involved. Uh, you, <laughs> Michelle, had a single release party last week to celebrate Camouflage. Tell me a bit about that. How, how well did uh, your, your release party go? I thought it went great. I had two awesome opening acts, uh, Peter James Band. He did a, a very cool acoustic uh, piano and guitar and then we had Andrew Christopher come up, and he did a full band, played a number of his originals and some covers, which were great. And um, I went up, and of course we had a we had a six piece band. We had me playing some guitar and some mandolin, and obviously singing, bass, two other guitars and drums, and it just sorry three other guitars. And uh, one of the guitar players switched between acoustic and banjo, so we definitely had a variety going on. Lots of friends and family came out to support. Uh, lots of members of the BC as well, so it was it was it was a lot of fun. Um, I honestly wasn't expecting it to go that well. That's nice, eh? When you can uh, be pleasantly surprised and, and things go better than you expected. And what a great organization! I mean, across Canada, of course, all the provinces have their country music uh, organizations that support those in the province. And I know, I know the British Columbia one does a great job. Do you want to speak about that and how well the uh, the uh, organization there promotes country music? Oh yes, uh, we've got so many awesome people on board, and you know our our events. Um, our event coordinators, I guess they're called, they they do so much work in trying to get us places to perform, whether that's the Culverdale Rodeo or the Elder Grove Fair Days or even performance opportunities at the BCCMA Awards. They're they're always working so hard, and I mean, they're already working on next year's Culverdale event, and it just went by. So they're constantly working on ways to improve and get our BC's talent out there. And even the, the BCCMA artists in general, there's just so much support, and, you know, everyone's always sharing each other's music. You've got different players that are, you know, they're willing to step in and help you out with gigs. It's just, it's like one big family, not to sound cliche, but it's <laughs> the, I've, I've only been a part of it for under a year right now, and everyone's just been so welcoming that, it, you know, I don't even consider myself new. Isn't that wonderful? That is, that is uh, great to hear, Michelle. Before we get to camouflage and let everybody hear it, tell me a bit about some of your influences. I know that uh, there was some rock and pop influences early on, and then country music uh, came on pretty strong. Yeah, um, well, as I was growing up, you know, I was always rocking out to Shania Twain, but uh, I was also, <laughs> you know, I sang Skater Boy at my very first, you know, vocal recital when I was like 10 years old or something by Avril Lavigne. So I think yeah. that she's definitely had an influence. Same with Michelle Branch. Even though you don't really realize it until later, you're like, oh, that's where I've heard that before, right? And so mm -hmm. um, obviously, you know, they were kind of my earlier influences. And and then now I kind of look up to artists, obviously, like Miranda Lambert, um, not just her songwriting and the songs she sings in general, but I just love the, the attitude and the character that she's able to 
to deliver in a song. Right. It makes it so much more interesting and enjoyable to listen to. And then I'm also a big fan of Cassidy Pope. I don't I don't know if she's come out with anything new recently, but I uh, I really love how she's got a blend of she's she's got more of a pop voice, but she makes it blend so well with that with the country style and the and that's that's for me what I look up to because I feel like I can really relate to that. That that's so interesting when you talk about Miranda and the way she delivers songs, Cassidy as well. I think an artist delivers songs. You know, you've got uh, singers, but I think an artist is somebody who can really put that emotion and believability into a song. Would you agree with that? Oh yeah, I think there's a huge difference between an artist and a singer. I mean, an artist can they can write, they can do as you said, emotion. They can make you know they can get the crowd excited they they can Mm -hmm. do all sorts of cool things with their voices to make the songs their own whereas singers just sing and there's you don't feel anything i feel i don't know like i don't really explain it but i just there's such a big difference i i I totally hear it there's something that might be more technical with a singer uh but the artist yeah it's bringing in all that other stuff we talked about the emotion and just uh really creating believability around the song well michelle we're going to share your song now on the show i'm really excited your first time here and we're going to hear camouflage and then when we come back uh we'll talk a bit more specifically about songwriting and and maybe some advice you have for uh performers and singer songwriters out there so are you all set we're going to uh play your song for the first time on the show i'm excited thank you yes Awesome, here she is, Michelle Schultz and Camouflage on In the Country.
Vancouver country artist Michelle Schultz, and that is her song, Camouflage. It is available at iTunes, and it's brand new from her. And, Michelle, I love that song. You do such a great job on it. Thank you. <laughs> That's so exciting to hear. Yeah, it's, it's awesome. I know you're going to win over new fans with that song. Let's talk about songwriting, and maybe let's start off with when you first started writing songs. How far does that go back? You know what? Not that long ago. Uh, it was probably when I was around 19, so five years ago now, that I started songwriting. And I was doing it more of just a, just a way to express frustration. I didn't even really know what I was doing. I was just kind of going with it. And then mm-hmm. after after I started getting a little more serious about my music, you know, I really started, you know, studying other songs and figuring out, you know, chord progressions and what melodies are doing and things like that and now I'm I'm really doing more co-writing with others and I just feel like I've learned so much from all the people I've been writing with just because they have so much more experience than I do well they always say to write up to write with someone who's done it and has that experience and then you obviously learn from the benefit of their experience and I'm always curious because when someone first starts songwriting I mean Unless it comes very naturally to someone, there is a lot to learn. So your first few songs, you're kind of stumbling around and and, and trying to make it work. But you'll learn a lot as you go along. So what have you learned, Michelle, in the last five years to to present uh, about songwriting? Well, I've learned that you can't really write a good song in just 10 minutes. (laughs) Um, I've written with with co-writers that, you know, they, they try to bang off the song within a few hours. And then I've written with other people who... Um, they really take their time. Like it takes a couple sessions and, you know, it takes a couple, you know, revisions. And I found that the songs with the revisions are, are the ones that, that really turn out the best. Um, I've also learned for me personally that I think this would go for any songwriter, but any situation that's actually, you know, it's not just an idea, but it's actually something that happened to you and something that you're trying to tell some sort of story about what went on in your life. I find that those songs almost write themselves. And ah. it's just a matter of finding a, a way to deliver them that's a little more creative than being right to the point. Um, right. And so, and that's another thing that I'm, I'm really working on is since those five years is trying to find a way to say the same thing that's been said before, but in a different way. You know what I mean, right? Oh, totally. And that yeah. is the whole key, right? Because so many yeah. songs have been written, obviously. So mm-hmm. to keep it fresh, as you just said, You've got to say something that's been said before, but try to find a different way to say it so so it's not something people are tired of hearing. Yeah, and I, I think that's what is kind of catching people's attention with camouflage is, I mean, there's probably hundreds of songs written about getting to know someone and things like that, but I don't know how many songs have been written with a metaphor such as camouflage, and I think mm-hmm. that's what kind of made the song a little different. And there's always that... Uh, sort of battle perhaps but when people talk about uh, just writing a real song and keeping it real and not crafting it too much but songs really especially in the commercial world but I think even beyond there you know you can't just throw anything down on paper and say okay well that's what first came out I don't want to change it because I want to keep it real there really is a balance isn't there Michelle between that initial inspiration and actually taking the time to perfect the song Oh, absolutely. And I mean, that that was the situation with camouflages. I wrote it about a real situation, but if I started writing down every single detail of what went on in that scenario, 
it, it instantly becomes unrelatable to so many people because they they can't relate to that specific situation. But mm -hmm. if you write it a little more generally and you you try to relate to more of a greater public but still keeping that idea there I think that's how you get people's attention because then they go oh I've been through that and you haven't even mentioned anything super specific mm -hmm. so a that, lot, I a love lot that of the, yeah and a lot of the writing that you know me and particularly Terry we worked on the lyrics quite a bit in the verses with camouflage and telling the story is we took a lot of the stuff I said and we we rewrote it because we're like that's just a little too specific and you know people might not get it right very interesting because there is that whole thing about yeah being very specific in a song, but in your in this case and in a lot of cases you're right you generalize it and then people can find themselves in the song because it's it's telling where they've been but without getting so specific it leaves them out. Yeah, exactly. So writing about my experience and someone goes, oh, that's that sounds like my experience, but you know the chances mm -hmm. of the two experiences being exactly the same, really slim to none. But the way the song <laughs> has been crafted they they can still identify with that song. Very cool. Cover songs, Michelle, in your shows, because I know you've got uh, a lot of original songs now, but you, I'm sure, do cover songs when you're performing. Do you have a few favorites you can uh, throw out for us? Just name them, well, I won't ask you to uh, sing. <laughs> yeah, well, I've got my, you know, Miranda Lambert, everyone does probably Little Red Wagon these days. Um, mm -hmm. I like to pull out the Shania Twain. Uh, my favorite one is that don't impress me much. So you'll, nice. you'll find that in a lot of my sets. Um, I was also super inspired after seeing Dallas Smith live. I think this would have been last summer. He did the most wicked cover of radioactive. And so I've thrown that into my set now. And it's, it's always my, are you guys okay with a non-country song moment? So people seem <laughs> to enjoy that. And then, um, actually, my most recent favorite is a song that I don't think is super well-known, but it's, um, it's, from the, it's from the show Nashville, and it's called Don't Put Dirt on My Grave Just Yet, and it was performed by uh, yeah. Juliet Barnes in the show. And that one seems to be catching a lot of people's attention, too, so it's, it's a fun one. That song, I recall, uh, I think was on last season or the season before, but that was the one where she had a rock producer who did a demo or a version of it that was very rocky, and Avery did a more country version. Am I correct? Um, I believe that this was the song where she had kind of fallen off the, the map for a bit, and she needed like a big mm -hmm. comeback song, and so she was playing. Right. It was an award show or something like that. I don't remember the exact details. And she came out, and she sang this song, and, you know, the label was just like why is she singing this? Like, what is she doing, right? And so <laughs> it's just such a empowering song in that sense. It's just, you know, do you think this is the last of me? Not yep. a chance. Yeah, That's right. And, and country music does that so well, it inspires us. We're not done yet. We're still going strong, and we're going to make it. And it, and it does that uh, so well, inspires us. For advice, Michelle, advice that might have been given to you or just stuff you've learned along the way, uh, what would you pass on to somebody listening who's kind of new at the singer-songwriter-artist thing, to, a couple of things to help them uh, take a few steps forward? Um, I think that as an I'm, – I'm still a new artist myself, and I feel that one of the my downfalls was I went to so many different people for advice. You know, I'm talking to, you know, 10 different producers at a time. I'm talking to writers. I'm talking to other artists. And I kind of got overwhelmed with all the advice I was given because I just got so – I got pulled in so many different directions. And so I think that the most important thing I did was I eventually found that one person whose opinion I really trust. 
and I just started listening to them. You know, if they said you should be working on this, I started working on that. And and I think that's it's it's almost like a mentorship, but just you're you're being very selective with what opinions you're you're really taking seriously. And the other ones you just kind of mm-hmm. have to take with a grain of salt almost. So that would be my biggest piece of advice is just not to get overwhelmed in everyone's opinions because everyone's got one and you can just end up defeating yourself so quickly. Great advice because you're right. You're absolutely right. So many different opinions and even among the experts, what they think is a great song and, and might have differing opinions on it. You want to listen. I I think if I can paraphrase, you want to listen to those, but as you said, take it with a grain of salt and kind of mix all the opinions together and kind of get a little bit out of everything. Yeah. I mean, you're just going to, come across such a wide spectrum of, of feedback mm-hmm. like I've had people tell me that I can't sing worth a dime and then about the other people tell me like they they're so impressed with what you know I was able to do on this single and and just live and such and so you kind of have to find that that middle ground and mm-hmm. and and figure out you know what advice you you truly think is true right very good advice for you to pass on to to our listeners Michelle, I want to thank you so much. Man, I I was looking forward to this. It's been a pleasure having you on because we have talked online and uh, connected, which is great. And now to play your song Camouflage on the show, thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much, Dave. It's been a pleasure. Vancouver's own Michelle Schultz, uh, head to iTunes and grab her song called Camouflage. I'm Dave Woods, and that'll wrap up this edition of In the Country. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.